Welcome to Two Therapists Talking. The hope for this podcast is to talk about important issues related to couples and individuals who are struggling in their lives with many different issues. I'm David Thompson, a marriage and family therapist. And I'm Sherry Christensen, marriage and family therapist. Please join us as we explore these issues together, and we hope you will learn and be enlightened along the way. Come find us at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Two Therapists Talking. I'm Sherry. And I'm David. And we are finishing up our parenting tools. I think we'll probably do this in two more episodes or so, but we're getting close to the end. We've had a lot of uh, fun going through these, and at least for me, I kind of go back and go, okay, now i got to redo, like rethink some of these things and do a little bit better at home, right? We're definitely not the the experts <laughs> how we're doing, showing up at home all the time. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like it's fun to go through this, and it's also, oh, I need to do that better. Oh, I need to do that better. Yes, so. yep. So I'm sure we're we're probably getting just as much as as you'll get out of it, but it's been a been a good ride. So one or two more episodes on this, and again we're kind of going back to some of these parenting principles that we've been talking about. And the first one that we want to talk about today is that we want to reward our children's effort and not their outcomes. Right. I mean, you can you can really kind of do both, obviously, right? Right. I guess this is almost saying just make sure there's also rewarding effort happening, not right. just outcome. Right. If right? we're all, if we're always always if we're always focusing on the outcomes, then you know, then your kids end up in the therapy office 30 years from now because they have only external validation and motivation for doing things. And yeah. And it's sad. They have to win every time, right? <laughs> they have to take first place. They have to. Yes. Or a they're a failure and there's a lot of pressure. Yes. I know so many people had that experience and it damaged their relationship with their parents and maybe they don't necessarily feel like they have to win every single time, but the fact that they felt that pressure because that was the only thing their parents focused on it really um, damaged their relationship with their with their children mm-hmm. we want to avoid that mm-hmm. so I'm always making fun of everybody gets a trophy but that's kind of the idea <laughs> and I think with with your own children you know if they're putting real effort into something or if they're not yes and so I think this is mostly just you know make sure your children feel rewarded for they're really trying and yes. they're pushing themselves and their limits and their, you know, what's hard or uncomfortable for them. And right. So, yes. And that's, and again, every kid is going to be different. Just like David's saying, like I have kids that if they're not getting A's, that means they literally haven't been doing anything. They're just <laughs> sleeping through life. Right. Yep. But then I have other children that as they can put in a, a lot of effort and, they're not going to get A's. They're just, they're just not. Right. And so understanding where your individual child is and, you know, rewarding that the effort that they're putting in is just such an important, an important thing to do because that's what, that's what we really want, right? We want for them to try and for them to have 
have success because of those efforts. And if that is an excellence thing where they're going to be the number one at it, then great. And if not, great. Yeah. We don't want to create children who will only attempt if they can win. Yes. And there's no chance of failure. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to do a lot in that case. So we don't want to encourage that. Yeah. The loving thing to do is always the responsible thing. Here's another principle, which this is tough because it's hard for us at times to hold our children as accountable as we need to Mm -hmm. because we really want their love and acceptance or we really want them to like us. And this is kind of, we could talk about parents who are friends and parents who are parents and how do you sort of balance that because we want to be friends with our children. Right. But friends often won't do what parents do. Right. They They don't hold hold their children accountable. Yeah. So this is, this can be a little bit tricky But if you're ever wondering what is the right thing to do here, um, ask yourself what is the responsible thing to do here, even if that means my child will not like me Mm -hmm. for now. Yes. Um, Don't enable them because you're insecure. Let me put it another way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we do want their approval. We do want them to like us. But sometimes if we're good parents, they're not going to like us. Yes. Yes, I have a sister that was talking about going to parent-teacher conferences in a wealthy area and absolutely hating it because of the huge long lines outside of the teacher's offices of parents (laughs) that were going in to yell at the teacher because their child wasn't doing X, Y, or Z, and so the child wasn't getting a good grade, and and the parent was really upset about that and trying to get the teacher to change. So yeah. that their child would like them, so that their child would succeed and do all get to do all the things, you know, or get to play on the team or whatever it is. Yep. And we've all had these experiences, right, where your child is playing with another friend, but something happens where you need to talk to their parent, and you have those parents who just do not believe what your child said. Yes. And they automatically protect their child as if you know, your child is lying or they're just wrong versus those parents who were like, thank you so much for telling me we're going to talk about this. So there's a very mm-hmm. different approach. Um, they're not afraid of their child not being happy with them because there's going to be a consequence where yes. they have to apologize. And we like those parents, right? This is so easy to get along with those parents versus the ones who, um, it's not ever their child. They yes. can't rock the boat. They can't push their child or, you can tell that they just have to maintain a kind of relationship with their child, which ends up hurting their child. Yes. You know, if, if you love them, you hold them accountable. That's the best thing for them. You don't enable them. That's not actually good for them. So it's, it's a tough balance. It is. It is. And I think, especially as we move into those spaces where we're holding them accountable and allowing their actions to be the bad guy, instead of us, you know, as we set those boundaries, yeah. that can help because yep. it allows us to be, continue to be loving and um, supportive and caring while allowing their behavior to be kind of the thing that, um, that needs the fixing or is the bad guy in the situation. Yeah. Right. And it allows, it allows us to stay connected, but also allows um, the child to not have um, 
worth issues around it, right? We can kind of shame bust around their uh, choices. Okay, the next one we want to talk about is that how you teach responsibility is just as important as teaching responsibility. Yeah, this is a good one. Oh, yeah, you have to do the right thing in the right way. Classic example. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're yelling at your kids to do something that they should be doing because right. they're learning responsibility. But the way you're getting them to do it is sort of wrecking what you're trying to do. Right. Which happens a lot. Like yelling at the kids for yelling. Yeah. Or like trying to coerce them into doing the responsible <laughs> thing right. or the right thing. Or right. whether that's with physical punishment or, you know, a myriad of other um, other ways. If we're trying to force them into doing these things, then they're not going to learn and get the right messages. Yep. Right. So the means is just as important as the end. Yeah. So choices are always really critical. Healthy boundaries are really critical um, when you're looking at this. Also, uh, worth, that their worth isn't on the table for discussion. It's just 100% no matter what. Which, you know, we could spend a lot of time on because that's such a great principle. Yes. Being able to separate the person from the behavior. If your children yes. can learn this young... It's such an advantage. I mean, just today, before we started recording, I had a session and we had to focus on that a lot. Yes. Amazing mother who didn't feel like she was a good mother because she gets upset and she would go into shame even talking about, so how can we be more consistent with the children? It felt like you're just a bad mom. If you ever lose your cool, if you Mm -hmm. ever... And so we had to slow down and address the shame first. And so imagine you're raising your children where they already separate who I am from what I do. What an advantage that gives them in life. And really not many people, I think, attain that through their childhood. Definitely not. Yeah. It's it's a huge thing. Yeah. And when you can separate that out, it changes everything. Oh, man. It changes everything. So being able to focus on the behavior rather than the individual and continuing to reinforce that their worth is always a hundred percent is just really, really important. Yep. And again, just like we were talking about a minute ago, if you were setting those boundaries um, in a healthy way, then the behavior gets to be the bad guy. Right. And it's not you, the bad guy. It's not them, the bad guy. Right. It's behavior that just needs to be adjusted. Yep. Right, just like David always says, so that you know the behavior affects your quality of life, and so being able yep. to kind of focus on it that way allows you to teach the responsibility without you know being coercive, without right. Uh, shaming. Right, them. and again, you see how important it is for you to feel this way, so that you're not reacting out of anger or shame or fear because yes. you are a failure. <laughs> yes. This isn't going to work very well. So who exactly is going to be leading the way in these situations? Really, it ought to be us as parents, right? Yes. So like I say all the time, it's patterns and habits. We're going from less effective to more effective. It's not we're bad. We're not good enough. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm. And you better know that for you. 
That's if true. you're going to teach it to your children. Very that's, true. We've already I, talked a lot about this. But yes. We can't talk enough, I don't think. Yes. I, I definitely remember, and I think we've talked about before, that moment probably 15 years ago when I had that realization like, oh, I'm getting upset with my child because it's about me. Like, it's about they're not doing what I want them yeah. to do. Okay. Like, let's settle into that and rearrange how I'm, I'm doing that and figuring out how to teach it that responsibility mm-hmm. um, as, as opposed to just sort of like being upset and trying to coerce or, or get mad. Yep. So here's another good one. And this actually has something to do with what we've already talked about, but don't, as a parent, don't be held hostage by your child's lost opportunities. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> In other words, well, kind of like the parents going all the way out the door and around the corner, my child has to get the grade. My child has to pass because yes. if they don't, they're going to have some heavy consequences. Maybe they don't play on the team. Maybe they have to redo the grade. Uh-huh. Um, don't be held hostage by their lost opportunities. Honor their agency. Allow consequences to teach them. Yes. Don't always be... Um, fixing everything rescuing yeah yes exactly it's okay if they have to do something over because what they learn in that process is probably the only way they could have learned it if this is the consequence of choices that were being made natural consequences are your best friend as a parent yeah so don't remove them it is it really is so i like Sherry said it, stop rescuing them from the consequences of their choices. Yeah. Don't be held hostage by, well, but then, but then they may not make the team and then, then that's yeah. good. and then they won't make the team in college and then they won't go on. Their to whole be, life you know. is wrecked and <laughs> yes. it's, it's like, well, slow down. Like they have, they have a role to play in this. Yes. It isn't your fault. Um, so. And if you rescue them from it, then this, you know, you want to fix the problem in a little problem stage. Rather yeah. than having that be what they expect life is going to hand them. Yep. And then they what happens, grow up to find out that's not the exactly. case. Exactly. <laughs> what happens when they're not living at home anymore and yeah. you can't rescue them. And or, all of a sudden life seems very cruel. Yeah. And it's really they just did not understand consequences because they were protected. Right. So. And they probably end up back at home. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Playing video games in the basement. <laughs> Just kidding. That maybe is offensive. Yeah, Somebody's listening to that playing video games right now. In, right the <laughs> in their parents' basement. Yes. it's. But being able to help help them learn that is it's going to be nice if they can learn that before they get out into the real world. Yep. All of these are. And you know what? If you've missed some, if you've got grown kids that you're just like, oh, I totally did that thing. It's okay. <laughs> Life will teach them and they will have these opportunities. It's always lovely if you can catch what you can beforehand. We're always better grandparents than we are parents. Right? So true. Okay. The next one we want to talk about is talking, discussing what trust is yeah. and how to help explain that to your children. Right. So trust is to be where you say you're going to be, doing what you say you're going to be doing, and (laughs) trust is earned. It's not just handed out because I love you. Oh, man. Children have a really hard time with this. Adults have a really hard time with this. This is true. If you love me, then... You'll trust me. They say something about trust, and you're like, well, hold on. No, no, these are different. 
Yes. And for me to trust you, it's not that complicated. You just got to be where you say you are doing what you say you're doing. Over time. Over time. Yes. And that's a great start. And if we've lost trust, we just come right back to that. And yes. And then it takes time and then it can be earned again. So that's what trust is versus love. And your ch- especially your teenagers are going to need to hear this. Over when and over. It's not fair that. It's like, no, 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 I love you. But we're talking about trust, which we've already yes. covered kind of love and trust are two different programs. But Yes. Oh, I just love that so much. So, so important. So here's another really good one, which, um, let me think how to put this. Of all the ones on this <laughs> list, I am guilty of this one. Well, I'm this guilty of all hard. of them. This one has come back to bite me maybe. Oh, yes. So many times. So okay. many times. So here it is. Do not expect what you're unwilling to inspect. (laughs) The reward follows. It doesn't come before because that's easier for you as a parent. Oh, my heavens. So my children are earning money Uh and I don't want to inspect the job. How is it going? Well, you need to show me how to do it. Oh, goodness. I don't want to show you how to do this. And it's like, well, how about, you know, I'm going to pay you $20 if you do this thing. Will you do it? You promised me you'll do it. Okay, here, because they got to go. And then that thing never happens. So yes. that's one version of that, right? And another uh-huh. one, you've all been there, right? My room is clean. My stuff is done. Yes. I'm like, wait, so what are you asking for exactly? Well, I was wondering if I could da, play da, some da, video da, da. games. Yes. Well, you know what you got to do, right? Clean room. Everything. Yes, yes, it's done. It's good. Well, for me, that's like upstairs. This is really like how lazy right? I am. I know. For real. I'm like, I got to go upstairs to check. And check and Forget see. Forget it. Okay, good, good. You're good. And then later something happens. And, and you go we do go up. And it's like, what? <laughs> you totally bamboozled me. I feel taken advantage of, but it's of my own doing. So yes. I don't know what to feel here. Yes. Not at you or me. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so true. But that doesn't then help them learn and grow and progress because they're not being held accountable. They're, they're learning how to be sneaky. Yes. <laughs> go in their room, classic. Uh, my room's clean and you go check and it's not even close. Right. And so now I say, okay, you've, I've got one inspection of your room. And if it's not clean, you may not do anything that you want to do. So I'm ready to come. Well, give me just a few more minutes. There's just a a few (laughs) things I need to do first, which is clean my room. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) My room's clean, Dad. Can I do the same? Okay, let me just check. But if it's not clean, then well, just just give Give me a minute. Give me a second. Yes, yes. Or it's, you know, is is your room clean to your standards or my standards? Like what I think a clean room is or what you think it is? I feel good about where my room's at. I'm checking, yeah, I'm going to (laughs) check according to my standards. And you know what those are, so. (laughs) Oh, it's funny. Oh, and it's, yeah, making sure that we're following through, right, so that they're learning that follow-through principle. It's hard though. Um, That's why this is one of those sacrifices parents make is it just takes so much time to do. It does. Especially when you have multiple children and there's multiple things that you're checking on a lot. And you just want to go out on your date and like, (laughs) but things need to happen first, but you don't want to have to check. Yes. Uh, Any takers on that? Yes. Right. Okay. 
Well, We're I hope that's helpful. Here. Yeah, finish up next time. We have a few more that we want to get into, and we kind of like the length of how these have been. So hopefully this is helpful. We'll see you next time. See you then. Thank you for listening to Two Therapists Talking. We look forward to sharing more conversations with you. Connect with us at twotherapisttalking.com or email podcast at twotherapisttalking.com. If you like what you're hearing, please get on and rate us and subscribe to the podcast.